welcome back to the newest episode of the Corporate Happiness Show. And honestly, it's a show about thinking outside of the box and how to create more happiness at work. And but also then it rolls over into private. I'm Jacqueline Pertle at freakyhealer.com. I'm your host. And today's guest, I, I'm just so excited because I know it's gonna be a really great show. <clears throat> Funny, laughter, and all that kind of stuff, hint hint. And we met um, at different events different luncheons and different places and we always kept running into each other and today we finally made it so i'm just so honored to have you on the show dr kerry thank you for being here thank you jacqueline i appreciate it excited to be here i know right i know i was really excited about this too so and in some ways we're kind of two peas in a pod because what we're going to talk about rolls all into happiness into just learning different ways how to not just cope but enjoy life better so i think we should dive right in and uh, hear from you a lot about laughter because it's so important for you and it's your essence tell me a little bit more about that yeah so I love comedy. People will always ask, was I the class clown? I'm like, no, look at the glasses. <laughs> I was the nerd. I was always studying. But I always loved to watch funny movies, um, funny TV shows, loved comedy. And um, about 10 years ago, I published a book called Seduce Your Customers that talks Ooh. about um, acquisition and retention strategies for building customer loyalty for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited. It was a bucket list thing to publish a book. And I got hired to go around the country doing a speaking tour. And I thought I was okay at public speaking, being a college professor, but wanted to get more confidence. So I signed up for a stand-up comedy class at the Improv in Fort Lauderdale, and I fell in love with stand-up comedy. And as you mentioned, you know, it is my essence. It's my, I call it my medicine. I absolutely love comedy. I listen to it in the morning, at the end of the day. I think it's so important. If you turn on the news, that's a total downer. Yeah. And comedy is just something that's so uplifting. And, you know, I feel people are so serious now with everything that's going on in the world and joy is so important. And I think what you're doing with the Corporate Happiness Show is, is so vital uh, to people's lives as well. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think it's very vital too. And also like with all the different um, guest subjects that we're talking about and laughter is just so important. Now, why do you think laughter is so important? Because I know there are studies out there and everything, and I know you have the deeper wisdom that you can share with us. Why is laughter so important? Yeah, you know, believe it or not, they've done studies on cancer patients, and they found that cancer patients who laughed more, they actually reduced um, the bad cancer cells, they increased uh, white blood cells that attack cancer cells. So um, they've done all kinds of medical studies. Um, laughter actually reduces stress by lowering cortisol levels. It increases trust by releasing oxytocin and increases pleasure by delivering endorphins. So it's kind of this cocktail of chemicals um, that you give yourself. So I don't know if, you know, for those in the audience, if you can think about when was the last time that you laughed? Like think about who is your funny friend. So I have a friend of mine in Fort Lauderdale and actually I have several and we are on the floor crying with laughter. And I love those people. If I'm having a bad day, that's the first person that I call. You know, and if we think back to a time that maybe we went to see a, a live comedy show and our stomachs hurt just yeah. from laughing so hard. And I, I don't think there's enough of that in our oh, life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I also think like it's it's not highlighted enough, you know. 
it really is not highlight it's such a natural thing to do and it's free right you can just you can train yourself to laugh all the time and in from an energetic perspective because i'm an energetic nitpicker in my work right you know laughter has this exhilarating it's free right and it's spreads it's this good energy you know and the thing is is like it it's not just uplifting it's very healthy for you it's healthy for your brain it's healthy for your energy for every single cell of your body and it's free and I, it's just really important to highlight that and you say it's not really there that much right but why do you think it's not there that much when it's actually something natural? You don't, we don't have to go buy something to laugh. So why do you think it's forgotten? Why? Um, I think it's ingrained in us uh, when we're little. Um, I read a study that babies actually laugh 400 times a day. Compared to <laughs> I want to be a baby again. <laughs> so babies laugh a lot, but the study showed that adults over age 35 only laugh 15 times a day. Yeah. And they laugh less during the week than more on the weekends, which tells me people are stressed. They're very serious at work. And as you mentioned, humor is so important. It helps to dissolve tension. It improves morale. It reduces stress. I know you're supposed to wake up in the morning and say, thank you and be grateful. But I wake up every morning. Oh, I'm really yeah. freaked out. So I have to meditate, um, you know, calm down, watch some comedy. And it improves my mood. If I had a bad meeting, or maybe, um, you know, stressed out about something. I'll listen to comedy. I'll do some joke writing. For me, the best is performing. And when someone laughs at my joke, it's I'd rather have that than a million dollars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, just kidding. Give the million dollars anyway. But the laughing, yeah, the the when people love to laugh about you, the presence and the jokes, because there's a lot of hard work that goes in. Tell us a little bit, because I want to get into that, that, you know, it's like, <laughs> so you're watching comedy life or, you know, a show or whatnot. Tell us a little bit how much work actually goes into creating these jokes, because I don't think people know that. No, I, I spent all of last year, I took a lot of uh, stand-up comedy writing classes because I wanted to understand the mechanics of writing. My background, I, I was a professor for over 20 years, so I want to know the academics, right, of everything. But I really want to understand why people laugh. For me, I'll spend two to four hours a day watching comedy, writing comedy, performing, going to shows, open mics. And all the comedians that you see, those are their own jokes. So that's all from them, whatever uh, material or subject matter that's important. I'm partially deaf. I'm hearing impaired. I lost my hearing a couple of years ago in my right ear. So I'll do some jokes about being deaf. Um, I have a small dog. I'll do jokes about my dog. Um, I have a love What's affair. the name of your dog? Because oh I dog. know your dog. <laughs> my dog's name is Leonardo. Or I Leo. know. Leonardo the Great. I love your dog. Thank you. Yeah, he's very attached. So he's not an emotional support dog. I'm actually his emotional support human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't this though always like that it's yeah. like right we have cats and oh my gosh it's like yeah so now that's really great and like I say it's like it, it it's an essence that you are and I believe that comedians out there it's not just that they're comedians that's not what they do their essence is that because all of their attention and writing and everything goes really into it and when you look from an energetic perspective, it's like because so much goes in it and you share yourself in your jokes like that, it's not, you know, it's normal to realize that your laughter energy 
is shared and spread, not just by standing there and being a comedian, but also what with what you're putting into. You're standing as a whole essence and taking the audience on to a laughter journey. And I just, I'm so thankful that you're doing that because you're making the world a better place that way. So yeah, so thank you. This is amazing. So tell us a little bit about, you're a professor, you're a teacher, you mentioned the book, you also used to own a store. So tell us a little bit about your story because you're, you have such amazing background. Oh, thank you. Well, I grew up in upstate New York. Um, I went to Syracuse University undergrad and spent a semester abroad in Strasbourg, France, where I learned to become fluent in French full time. I'm excited to do a comedy set someday in French. And my New Year's resolution is to become fluent in Spanish. So I'm very excited to habla espanol uh, more fluently someday. Um, So after Syracuse, I actually, my love during my 20s was tennis. So I was a tennis professional coaching um, at the University of Oregon, the University of Virginia. I coached um, here in Tampa, actually at the Brandon's Women Tennis Club for a number of years. And that was a great experience. Um, I then went on to get my MBA at the University of Oregon and did some marketing work for Harry and David, Valley Total Fitness, and Duty Free Americas. Um, I was living in Chicago at the time, and if anyone listening is up north, it's way too cold. I packed my bags, <laughs> moved to Fort Lauderdale, where I began teaching at the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale, taught fashion merchandising, and for a decade, I had a boutique called Sassy BB. It's a design-your-own-purse boutique oh, where you pick out your style of purse, your fabric, your handles, and I did all the sewing, and it actually morphed into a sewing school. And that was experience. And then for um, over a decade, I did consulting. So marketing consulting, small business consulting, PR consulting. So really love uh, talking. So anywhere that I can share my knowledge, share my experience, share the joy of laughter. um, It's really been a wonderful experience. And and now I'm doing um, talks called Leadership Through Laughter, what stand-up comedy can teach people about leadership. So, so many leaders and comedians have a lot in common. It's how do we communicate? Uh, We have to have a vision of where we want to be. We have to motivate ourselves or our team. Uh, We have to be resilient. Uh, The last couple of years kind of feels like you're getting hit every every day. Something new is coming. But every side, from every side, it's coming. Yeah. And one of my favorite quotes by Nelson Mandela, he said, it's not, don't judge my success by how many times I've succeeded. Judge my success by how many times I've fallen down and gotten back up. Yeah, absolutely. And that brings up a very great point also that, you know, to learn, and I think laughter helps with that, to learn not to react to everything. Because ultimately, that's life. It's chaotic. It's up and down, ever moving, ever changing, you know, and it's vivid. If you want to have it vivid, it's vivid. And if you hop on that train to learn not to react to every fall that's looking like a fall, but to learn to keep it like for yourself aligned inside. And I think laughter helps you because think about this. If you Starting today, if you for one week focus every day on laughter, you are basically, you know, you're creating a superpower focus and you're reprogramming yourself and you're training your focus really laser sharp on something, which laughter, why not? That's the best thing to do, you know? And when you train your focus like that, 
you also then are very resilient for whatever is coming your way in life because your reaction can be trained to stay on laughter and humor, seeing the good things in it. So why not train your focus with laughter, right? Yeah. And, you know, I think the greatest gift comedy has taught me has been the quality of resilience. Um, yeah. So when anything bad happens as a comedian, I'm like, ooh, there's a joke in there somewhere. I'm excited. So anytime there's a situation that's challenging or their personal life and we all have them, right? Or in our yeah. business life, you know, I say, okay, how can I find the joke in this? How can I find the humor? And they say that comedy is really tragedy plus time. So when something really bad happens, you can't make a joke right away. But as we start to, you know, get further away, look forward, but look in the rear view mirror, we can start to see, huh, there's something I learned. That experience was a great teacher. Here's the humor. And when you get to the point where you could look at a bad situation and find the humor, as you mentioned, you're able to heal so much quicker. You become more resilient, which is a really important quality to have in business. Yeah, and if you think about that, what you are right now, who you are, how you think and how you feel, that is you're rolling out the red carpet in front of you, you're creating your next, you know, because think about when you get up angry and then you, you know, you're rolling out that carpet, you stub your toe, the coffee goes on your blouse and the guy cuts you off. It's a never ending story until you realize, wait a minute, I'm going to shift myself back to feeling better. And that's with laughter too. So if you think about that, you're in a laughing essence and you're feeling great, you know, you're joking around and you're enjoying life and you're rolling out the carpet in front of you, which you then walk step by step, meaning you're rolling it out like things are going right. And when they're a little different than right, you know, than what I expected to be right, I can make it right by joking around, by laughing it off, by really leading my way and leading my life. And with that, everyone that's included in that life, leading it with humor. And I feel like in life particularly, it's just a really great thing to say because and to have and to experience, because like you say, even in cancer patients, they showed that actually they got away in better, you know, in a better health just by focusing on comedy and humor, right? Right. Yep. And just to clarify too, you know, my perspective is like when bad things happen, I think it's okay to get in bed. It's okay. Oh, to absolutely. It's okay to f feel bad, but you know, we need to start to work on that resiliency muscle. And one way to do that is through laughter and people will say, well, how can I add more humor to my life? Well, um, you know, you could watch a funny movie, funny TV show, um, go to a live stand-up comedy show where you can, there's endless uh, comedy reels on Instagram. Like I'll be watching on YouTube or Instagram comedians. I'm like, oh my God, two hours went by and it yeah. immediately shifts my mood. Call that funny friend. Um, I have a really fun exercise I do uh, with clients where I say, all right, you know, find some photos that make you laugh or that remind you of something funny. I have a really funny picture of my brother when he was really little reaching for um, the cookie jar on the, the top shelf and he was like four years old, but it's adorable. And every time I look at it, I, I giggle. So, you know, there's so many ways and there's different types of comedy out there and everyone has a different sense of humor. Yeah. And, you know, you can find that sense of humor that works for you. Absolutely. And yes, really... I like what you brought up, feel your feelings. That's, that's the whole, you know, that's the whole beauty and everything. Nothing has to change, feel your feelings and then train yourself to slowly but surely 
go into the field of feeling better, which laughter can really help you with that. And I think on your website, you have a journal. Is that yeah. still the case? So tell us a little bit about that. So and where people can find it, because I think it's a wonderful thing for people to go, you know, download and get that journal. Yeah. So if you go to Dr. Carrie Comedian, and it's K-E-R-R-Y, uh, comedian.com, there's a free 10-day laughter journal that gives you a couple ideas of how to add humor to your life. Love so, it. Love um, it. Because everyone can have a, you know, can use a little bit, you know, a pointer. And since you're so specialized and expert in that, I really invite everyone to go download that. So you mentioned mentioned Strasbourg uh, back in time, and I actually grew up just 15, 20 minutes from Strasbourg, but in oh, Switzerland. Wow. So we might actually already have crossed there, but just didn't <laughs> even know it, right? So, <laughs> so tell me a little bit what what would you tell a corporation, a business, and saying, you know, our corporation, our business is really on the stern side. And I want to incorporate humor because if the boss or the leader suddenly comes and makes, you know, all these jokes all day, I don't think it's going to go over well and people might not catch up because people were like, what's, what is it? Right. And it's also the type of jokes. So how would you think anybody can incorporate you know, being humorous and bringing more laughter to the work and also what types of jokes are okay and where it's absolutely not okay because it's not going to give you the outcome of having a happier workplace. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. So I think number one, it has to start from the top. So the leaders have to uh, to lead the way that humor is okay. And uh, I'm not saying that everyone needs to be a professional stand-up comedian. Um, <laughs> it's really having fun over funny. So in a corporation, it could be doing trivia, having a costume contest, volunteering, kickball game. Um, you could do uh, bring in, I've done comedy shows for uh, different corporations. So you could bring comedians in. Um, you could have different training sessions. Um, the leadership through laughter talk folks will bring me in to to look for ways of how to add comedy in the workplace. So it really has to start from the top. Um, and again, fun over funny. And the great thing about adding humor uh, or levity, it it connects with people. It improves communication. Um, you know, people want to work for someone they like. And humor increases your relatability and likability. We talk about that a lot on stage. There might be someone that's not really that funny, but they're likable. Yeah. And um, you asked a great question about, you know, what jokes are appropriate and what yeah. are jokes are not appropriate. Mm -hmm. So you never, ever, ever want to make fun of anyone. Um, you want to keep your jokes clean. Um, Self-deprecating humor is probably one of the best ways to do it. Or, you know, those clean, corny jokes. I have a terrible corny <laughs> joke that as a college professor, I have a lot in common with optometrists. We both test pupils all day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So corny which, is, joke. which is very true. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I call it the dad joke that, you know, the joke of the day, um, but it has to be clean. Um, I think it's, a, we live in a very sensitive uh, society right now. So um, self-deprecating humor is where you maybe make fun of yourself. You never want to make fun of someone else, um, yeah. no, regardless of what level you are. So, you know, and it could be something funny about the weather. It could be something um, funny about an event that recently happened. So just keeping it light and easy. So dad jokes, as corny as they are, the corny jokes always work. 
simpler the better a lot of times you know and i think it's like really when you have when you as a leader are humorous and you can laugh and you bring jokes that are about you i think it also makes people you know feel like in a very human space and they see you as a person and I think you create a really safe space where then people can also open up and you said we live in a sensitive world and that is because it was very unsensitive for so long and the thing is is now it's like just really important I think in this sensitive world to take responsibility full responsibility of you know how you behave what you say who you stand for and what you're standing for and then show up as that and then when you share yourself that it's all about you sharing yourself graciously with other people and not taking over and being irresponsible or unsensitive and taking you know somebody and sharing them with everyone i think it's really like at this time highlights take responsibility of who you are and then share yourself as such as the best version possible and that way you <laughs> give respect Sorry. to yeah that's fine that way you give respect to everyone and you're showing yourself in a beautiful vulnerable human side you know and i think that is really a winner for the future don't you think so absolutely Absolutely. Right. And uh, Harvard Bus Business Review did a study and they found that happy employees um, are actually 31% more productive, 37% uh, oh, yeah. higher sales yeah. and um, more creative. The great thing about humor is it's very pervasive. It brings people together. Um, you know, who, people go to work 40, 50, 80 hours a week. Who doesn't want to enjoy it just a little bit? I know work is a four letter <laughs> word, but we do it for a long part of our lives. So yeah. if you can work with happy people, joyous leaders, um, that really embrace levity, um, people are a lot much more healthy and happier. Oh, absolutely. And that's what we're highlighting in this show. I love that. So because in, in reality, you know, it's like this common sense stuff. And but until it's really, you know, put a highlight and a spotlight onto it, it's like even it makes sense that doesn't necessarily mean that we always think about that and that's what this show is all about a lot of common sense stuff but you hear it and then you're moving out from that show as a completely different person highlighting your behavior too and changing and shifting that around too and making yourself happy also making your surroundings happier so i want to kind of go back to resilience real quick so you bring that up a lot. So laughter resilience makes completely sense. And you explained that, what you mean with that, but what is resilience to you? What do you mean even with that? Uh, resilience is uh, when you fall down, how you get back up. And I, I was a keynote speaker at a chamber recently, and I talked within a two-year span, I lost my hearing in my right ear, had went through a divorce, um, lost my job, had a flood that destroyed my entire condo. And I think five more things I'm not even thinking about. So like, as soon as you get through one, you're like, boom, ready for the next one. So I think that two-year span really taught me like, all right, um, life happens. And when I had the flood in my condo that destroyed everything, I destroyed the woman below me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Just, you know, life happens, a pipe exploded. And she said, ah, she's like, no problem. I've lost three sons and a husband. This is my third flood. No problem. So wow. I'm like, that's a great example of yeah. resilience. You know, like sometimes life gets in the way life happens. 
So I think the more we can really build that resiliency muscle, and for me, it's comedy and laughter. For someone else, it might be music, it might be exercise, um, you know, what meditation. There's so many tools out there that can make us feel better, healthy, wonderful tools um, to help us get through the trials and tribulations of life. I love that. I just love that. I'm always like on the bright side. So I love what you're saying because it really, it works, you know, doesn't mean we're in denial. We're happy people or laughter people. doesn't mean we're in denial. We know exactly what's going on, but we choose to kind of constantly practice a better way of feeling. That's really what it is. Doesn't mean that not feeling good is, a, is I, I have moments where I don't feel so good, but then I choose, I acknowledge, I respect, except, you know, respect it, how I feel, but then I choose to change again to a better feeling because I love to feel good, you know? So um, with corporations, okay, let's do an imagination visualization here. So, okay. You go from corporation to corporation, business to business, and you go and speak to everyone out there in the world about laughter, resilience, and all that you do and stand for. If you visualize that, the outcome is what? What's the outcome in the future when everyone comes and listens to you and starts laughing and we you know start a movement a world movement into laughter how do you think the world can and will change what's the outcome i think you know my hope is stress being at a level 10 will come down to maybe a level seven a level six i'm going to go for a five yeah um, <laughs> let's go for five let's go for five let's go for five you know i think if, if people can use tools of humor in the workplace or, or in their personal lives to become you know a little happier a little healthier um you know humor helps in so many different capacities it's free it you know again it helps your body so much by reducing stress so, you know, the more people can start to shift or, you know, change their state and start to look at things as an opportunity to find humor, an opportunity to grow, you know, the challenges that I went through, you know, I've been working on something lately that I say, thank you. Thank you for those things happening in my life, because I wouldn't be here in Tampa today. I wouldn't be doing stand-up comedy today. I wouldn't be a doctor Absolutely. without those things happening. So, you know, I think having the time to, to laugh through it, but also to, to take the time to have gratitude and really fill your spirit and your soul with calm. I think that would be just a wonderful uh, I love it. Outcome. I love that visual. I feel so good. And what do you think one person picking up this conversation saying, that's it, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to focus on laughter and humor you know, and that's what I'm going to make my mantra. That's what I'm going to make my essence. I'm going to practice. I'm going to focus everything on that one person doing it. What happens to all the other people? Uh, once, <clears throat> if you've ever been in a room and someone starts laughing, do you know, notice how contagious yeah. laughter is? Yeah. So you know, if one person starts to shift their energy, they start to feel happy. They start, you know, to bring laughter in, into their lives you're going to notice that energy and that laughter shift and the happiness and humor will be contagious. Yeah. It's a snowball effect. Right. And by the way, that was your cute doggy before. So I, <laughs> we should have him as a star in this show too, because he's very, very cool. So we are actually at the end of our show and I just enjoyed, I mean, you know, we could probably talk for hours and days because we just love being happy and laugh and, 
joke around and make other people happy to and show other people that there are other ways you know there really are so where can people find you dr carey so they, I'm available online on my website at drkerrycomedian.com, D-R-K-E-R-R-Y comedian.com. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. So I'd love to uh, hear from you. Feel free to reach out. Thank you so much. This has been a wonderful opportunity. And I love, love, love to talk about um, leadership and laughter, laughter, humor, and corporate ha happiness. It's wonderful. I love it. I love it. And you know, to all the business and corporations out there, I have an idea. Instead of free pizza next time, bring in Dr. Carey to talk about laughter because who needs pizza when you can laugh, you know? So just as an idea. So because it's really valuable what you do, the work you do, and it's life changing and it's world changing in the big picture. Everyone wins when we go for laughter. So thank you for being on the show and to all the listeners. I hope you're going to take this to heart. You're going to go download Dr. Carey's free journal to get you started. You're going to start focusing on laughter. And then please let us know, Dr. Carey or myself, let us know what happens because we always love to see what happens through our work. So thanks so much. And I'll talk to you next time. This is Jacqueline from Pretty Healer.